Welcome to the Fed Heads, a weekly podcast from Grant Thornton Public Sector. Join the Fed Heads, Robert Shea and Francis Rose, each week to talk about the arcana of government management and the people who are working hard every day to improve it. Welcome to another episode of Fed Heads. I'm Francis Rose. And I'm Robert Shea. Now, why did you make that face and then tilt your head back like you were going to fall so hard asleep that you would be drooling? You are confused. I'm very excited about this episode because we're, we're, we've been at this so long, we're beginning to have regulars. Yes, that's true. Um, and one of the regulars who I also love having on the television show is Nick Hart of the Data Coalition. And Nick, welcome. It's great to have you on the program. And the secret here, well, I guess it's not going to be a secret anymore because I'm about to reveal it, is that uh, there's a chief data officer survey just out from Grant Thornton, who Robert works for, and the Data Coalition, who you work for. And this is a partnership that's been going on for a while, and the new one's out. What's the big takeaway from what you learned this year from talking to chief data officers, Nick? Welcome. Well, Francis, Robert, uh, first of all, thanks for having me back on the show. I I, I assume it's a good sign that I'm a regular It's either a good sign for you or we can't book enough guests. So um, it's the former. I, I guess maybe to the point, uh, there's just a lot of exciting things that are happening inside government today around data. And the chief data officers are, of course, a new role that's now required by law across federal government. So we just did this survey through the Data Foundation uh, kind of asking What's happening uh, as the chief data officers are, are getting off the ground? And I think we, we learned a lot. We validated some things that we assumed. Uh, but the good news is that we have more than 100 of these folks uh, at the departmental level, at the bureau level, and they're really making a difference as they're getting uh, more situated, uh, more attuned to the challenges the agencies are facing, and really just tackling some of the barriers right out the gate. So, Nick, you and I helped formulate the recommendation that these positions be codified and have seen that come to pass and the positions be formally appointed. How would you characterize where we are today based on the vision you had when the recommendation was made to establish the position? Um, I would say in some ways, while we've made tremendous progress, we haven't really fulfilled the vision as everyone intended uh, in the sense that we wanted everyone to go really fast and to accomplish miracles. And it turns out the work of managing and governing data is actually pretty hard. So uh, the the Evidence Commission and then the Foundations for Evidence-Based Policymaking Act uh, passed back in 2018 created this infrastructure. And realistically, we knew it was going to take time for not just the people to be appointed, but also to really get in a groove and start making a difference, building relationships across departments, and uh, really implementing the intent of better managing data across the agencies. Uh, a lot of agencies have had to sort out, you know, does the CDO report to the deputy secretary or the chief information officer? How do you fund the individuals, how big should the staff be? I mean, all of those are the questions that when you start new things, they take some time to get sorted out. So I, I think we're, you know, a year and a half, uh, really past the point where these CDOs started getting named and they're making good headway. I mean, I, I, I don't have any 
hesitation in saying that because we knew this was going to be hard. And while we hoped for the moon, I think we're, you know, we're somewhere between Earth and the moon right now, but we're headed in the right direction. Is it useful that there are other indications out there to both data people and other stakeholders at the agencies that this is really important to the administration and it was really important to previous administrations and so that means it's likely to continue to be there's a federal data strategy and there are other issues uh there are other things where agencies are kind of embedding these concepts into their operations is that as useful and, and as important do you think nick as the other you know as i guess i would call that the spirit of the law as opposed to the letter of the law. I think that's exactly right. Um, the federal data strategy was this really apolitical effort, uh, largely led by career staff across the federal government to put in place a set of practices and principles, uh, but really help organize the chief data officers and a lot of the work that they have to do. And what that suggests is that we're slowly changing the culture inside government around better using, managing, uh, uh, even collecting data. Uh, and that, that takes time. You can't change cultures overnight. That was really the intent of what the Evidence Commission was shooting for. It's what the Evidence Act aimed to do. You can't legislate culture, right? So um, the, the fact that the federal data strategy exists and it has a lot of buy-in across the federal government, across different levels of agencies, I think is a really good indicator uh, the second part of that, I would say, is actually that uh, there are a lot of people on the outside of government that also contributed to developing the data strategy. And the fact that the data strategy includes a lot of recommendations that people on the outside were making about where government needed to go to be innovative and to uh, you know, not be the 20th century government in 2020 that a lot of people perceive it to be, but really make headway now that we're 20 years into the 21st century uh, and, and getting this right. So, um, yeah, this is a big ecosystem, and it takes the expertise from folks in the private sector just as much as those who are inside agencies. And I think that's really one of the beautiful parts of the data strategy. And, you know, hopefully it will continue to thrive in that sense as we see this progress in changing the cultures around data inside government. Uh, Nick, I, I have a favor to ask on behalf of the show. It's not a personal favor, but... You mentioned a couple of times the Commission on Evidence-Based Policymaking, and I wonder if you might be able, we'll do this off the air, but if you could recommend maybe a member, a commissioner on that commission that could be on the show at some point, because I would love to dig into how that commission worked and the things that they studied and the thought processes that went into it and all that. You know, you embarrass yourself, Francis, because you know everybody out there. It's a gag, uh, Robert. The, trust the, me. The, the notes, the notes, <laughs> I, the letters I get, the, the fan mail I get addressed to commissioner. You know, they're all going to be really up. They probably be with pickaxes, picks outside your door any day. Wouldn't be the first time. Yeah, it's, so, it's almost like you you've never met Robert Che, uh, who <laughs> I know talk, talks about the Evidence Commission every single day. Still, even though it put out its recommendations back in 2017, still every day, right? Exactly. So, we, <laughs> you talked about. You, I'll I'll take this question, Francis. Oh, can, oh, please, relax. please go for it. You talked about a lot of the work of the federal data strategy being accomplished by civil servants and uh, lauded, though. Perhaps not as fast as we hope the progress that's been made by CDOs and across the board on Evidence Act stuff. It suggests that no matter who's elected, 
progress will be sustained. We've made great progress during the Trump administration. The Biden transition seems to be talking a lot about this. My guess is you'd agree that no matter who wins in November, we'll still be making substantial progress going forward. Well, I, I hope so. Uh, frankly, we need to continue making progress just as much as we need to have a coherent national data strategy that sets the, the course for <clears throat> for moving forward. And also some very clear expectations and actions that are outlined for agency leaders. Um, and I hope regardless of who is elected uh, in the coming election that we'll see the sustained presence of a, of a strategy going forward that folks can really rally around and, and continue making this progress. At the same time, uh, you know, I'll just add here that having the strategy doesn't mean that change happens. Uh, having the leaders in place across the agencies is as much, if not more important uh, as someone writing the strategies on paper. Uh, you know, we've got to not just have the CDOs in government, but they have to be empowered to actually make changes across their agencies. They need to have the resources in place to uh, actually have people to support the work. And in fact, that was one of the uh, indicators out of the survey that the CDOs largely recognized they had some, some challenges just around resources. So we, we can't expect them to uh, produce miracles across their agencies if they're one person shows and uh, they don't have the expertise that's assigned to them or folks that can collaborate with them to make real change. So I, I said earlier, this is an ecosystem. We need a lot of people to work together. Uh, and, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll start to see more of that as agencies are implementing this. There are some agencies that are, are really doing a great job around that today. Uh, the, the work at DOD, the Department of Defense, the Department of Education has uh, two whole divisions of staff that report to their chief data officer. We probably need to see more of that across particularly our big departments. You want to take the next question, Commissioner, or do I? can I actually deign to ask a question in this conversation? Since you, since you called me Commissioner, you may go next. Oh, that's very kind. Um, Nick, are there trends that you see either accelerating or decelerating in this uh, survey this year? It's hard to say that there are trends because we, we've only done the survey once. So, uh, you know, we don't have a time series analysis to look at for some of these things. But I, I think that some of the trends that we would expect if we were guessing, uh, you know, certainly CDOs are still recognizing their challenges around resources, even before it was a formal requirement in, uh, in law. Uh, there were CDOs that in some agencies already existed, and th this has been a struggle for a while. Uh, but more broadly, there there are some sustained uh, challenges around how agencies think about developing this idea of a data inventory or a catalog of the data sets that they're collecting. And it's it's hard to do, but it's also really important for the sake of transparency, but also just organizing and having order around our data that the CDOs can, can lead efforts like that. Uh, I don't expect that's going to change. Uh, and that we'll continue to see some challenges around the, the data inventories. Uh, but it'll be good to experience those because we'll be able to learn and improve as, as those are implemented over time. And I think the last thing I would say is just the, the empowerment issue is, is another one that's really uh, top of mind, that uh, especially as some of these CDOs are just getting situated inside their agencies, they, uh, they, they need to be given signals by the senior leadership, whether it's the secretary or the deputy secretary, uh, but also supported by the other 
CXOs, the other chiefs in the agency, like the chief information officer, the evaluation officers, uh, and so on. Uh, and they, they all have to be able to work together. So I know that's it's hard to do. Collaboration is really hard, uh, but it's also really important for the sake of fulfilling agency missions. Nick, I, I'm grateful that you were here today for two reasons. I, I, I'm glad to hear about the CDO survey, but you also inspired me for uh, Robert's next gift. Next time I need to get him something, I know what I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. And I was a commissioner on the Commission on Evidence-Based Policymaking, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt T-shirt. See? I, I like it. Lucky me. Lucky, Lucky me. <laughs> Thanks for coming back, Nick, and putting up with us again. We appreciate it. Thanks, Nick. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to The Fed Heads, brought to you by Grant Thornton Public Sector. All of the resources talked about during the episode are available in the episode description. We'd love to hear from you. Connect with us on Twitter at GT Public Sector to join the conversation. And don't forget to leave us a comment or review on iTunes or 